Welcome to the village. It's your man KJ. I got the beautiful Eva Marie in the village with me. Eva Marie, this topic that you sent me, interesting because the perspective that you brought to me was the one that I thought about because you said how not everyone needs this. And so, village, uh, what we're talking about here is uh, an article out of the press telegram. It says, Free food for all California school kids regardless of need starting now so throw me your initial perspective because i really was like huh what you just said to me was a different way to think about it and i didn't think about it that way so go ahead so 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 the bill that got passed in a lot of ways is a very very good one um, they've already said, and I forgot the exact number of school children that are hungry. Um, I forgot the exact numbers, but you know, a lot of California youth come from lower income families. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe mom and dad can't afford lunch. Maybe lunch that they're bringing is scarce. Maybe they're not eating at home. So they, you know, there's a lot of good proponents to providing um free lunches for kids i mean they're just are i i remember struggling to feed to be i could not afford the school lunches Mm -hmm. and i remember struggling more than once being right on that line of being able to get free and reduced lunches right um and i remember struggling Mm -hmm. I, i i really do and i remember just going through all that and i and I remember when the pandemic hit and the kids all got free lunches, mm-hmm, what a mm-hmm. what a thing that was for us. And I remember sitting at home and and we were okay. And I remember going to the schools and volunteering to help hand out lunches through my work. And the teachers saying this to me. I said, Well, we really don't need it. When when they told me to grab a lunch for my kid, they said, No, we have to hand out so many to keep the funding. Right. Right so, there. Is a so problem. take yeah. So now we hit, you know, 2022. The kids are back in school. Mm-hmm. California opens this up. If you read through the article, there's a there's a parent that makes a very some very good um some very good points right so i they're they're basically saying there there was one parent i guess her kid her child is an eater there we have one of those yes we, we have two of those we actually. have two of those but i think the youngest of all of our babies is an eater and when i say eater like i i, I think we pretty i think our st- house stays cool because the fridge stays open um they're an eater 
so we have an eater so i understand this mom's struggle basically what was happening in her home is she took her child um for their physical and the doctor raised some red flags hey your child has put on x amount of weight mm-hmm. um not so great you know already a child that kind of struggled with weight and okay. of course you know i'm i'm not a big proponent on picking on our kids no their not for stuff like however that. however if a doctor says hey what's going on you know do we need to get some more physical exercise we just want healthy kids right and so the the mom's going okay what's going on and what was happening was the kid was eating at home going mm-hmm. to school and getting free breakfast going to school getting free lunch and taking their lunch right so the mom is like okay we we need to slow the roll a little bit i'm gonna call the school you already take your lunch there's no reason for you to go get a free lunch too right exactly and the school is basically saying hey no we are not allowed to deny a single kid a lunch we cannot tell them no and this mom is kind of like yo (laughs) i need you to tell my child they do not need a second a second lunch you know I and I get that I get that I get that because we 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 have eaters and there's more than once that we're like yo you just ate and went and lost your lunch in the toilet and now you want to get a snack nah you need to just breathe a little breathe between bites you know mm-hmm. um so it, it's a struggle it's a struggle for a lot of parents and then there's other parents that are like hey we don't have a problem providing food for our children. Um, can you take the money from all of the the families that really are telling you don't need it? We don't need this. And can you put it into other programs? You know, can you? Right. So it's a great program. Like I'm, yeah. I'm all for, I'm all for kids not sitting in school hungry. There's right. so many families, so so very many families. You know, I've been a witness to kids coming to the free lunch program during the pandemic and going, hey, can I have a couple of extra lunches for my siblings who are much younger than me and not in school yet? So, you know, I'm a big proponent, but I do see how I do see the points of some of these parents, too. You know, why can't we put this money into some after school? school programs or more funding for books or supplies why can't we put this into arts and humanity or music mm-hmm. you know because so many schools you know if, if you look at a lot of schools across the u.s they have cut arts and humanities in the elementary right. schools and i was gonna they've say actually the put that, yeah they've actually put that back into and a lot of elementary schools, there's no longer an art or music class the kids go to. They've actually just put that back on the teacher. So for, you know, 30 minutes twice a week, they're either doing an art project or they're doing like a simple music mm-hmm. program with the kids because I mean, here's can't the afford thing. those teachers. It's something. Like it I'm is something. Willing, I'm willing to say it's something. It's something, but you know, there there's a lot to be said for arts and humanities in school. They've already said kids who listen to music are better in math. Okay. Kids who learn art sometimes are better in English. Those things do have a place in the development of the brain. So, you know, uh, the fact that we've had to take it out of so many schools. So I see these, you know, so I think we're at a catch 22 and I'm interested to see kind of what the village says about it. How do you feel about this, mm-hmm. about this program? What's your thoughts? 
So for me, honestly, thinking about this and, and just really looking at the program and, and just reading uh, do the article briefly, I understand your argument. I do. And I also understand the argument of we can't tell these kids no. We don't oh, know no. because because here's the thing. We don't know how hungry this kid is. Am I saying they're gorging themselves? Who knows? I possibly possibly kids kids eat they like good food right so you can't be mad about that but at the same time you have to also take into perspective it's when they say they can't say no this is this goes above and beyond them this is government they are small player they are small pawns in this whole thing if if they're being told you don't tell a child no then they're going to follow that because at the end of the day we don't know who's watching who we don't and here's the thing we don't really know what's going on at home no we we don't so i understand the not being able to say no right you know and but then you go how do you regulate this how do you make it to where the hungry kids are eating Mm -hmm. and getting the food the kids that don't need the program then we're not buying more food than we know and wasting it so it's kind of this catch-22 I guess my hope is that parents will just, okay, I don't have to buy my kid lunch. That's what I'm you know? thinking right there. And so I don't have to buy my kid lunch. So maybe that money that we would use to buy the kid lunch, maybe we're just going to donate that in supplies to the school or something of that nature. You know, if, if, if we're going to say, hey, these kids get free, you know, our kids are getting this. And we both know we could easily provide lunch and breakfast for our kids, it wouldn't right? Be a problem, especially wouldn't, breakfast. It, it wouldn't be a problem at all. Our kids like to go to school and eat. But again, though, if you think about the money itself, these parents are saying, "Hey, we don't want this." But I encourage those parents who don't want this to go and talk to their, you know, their congressman, their congresswoman, because this is beyond the school. This is something that they're mandated to do. This isn't something that they can just say no, because then they lose the money. If they lose the funding, then everyone's affected. Yeah. And, you know, I think so. I think we're just coming into a new era. You know, Um, it used to be there weren't there was not something such as school lunches. Everybody brought their lunch. And then they saw that a lot of kids were not eating. And so they started preparing lunches in schools, right? Um, Then they, you know, the free lunch program came by for students that qualify. Well, not all parents fill that out. So you still have hungry kids. Or, you know, another problem, shoot, yeah, I've done it. You forget to load your kid's lunch lunch thing oh, that yeah. day. Mm-hmm. You know, they go up. The lunch lady is like, I can't give you more than a peanut butter sandwich. Here's here's our free lunch, a milk and a peanut butter sandwich. So then you got your kids sitting there while everyone else has had pizza or burritos or chicken or whatever. So I like the program. I see the point of these of these parents. At the very same time, I think as a parent, it would be easier for me to say, okay, you want to eat at school? We're going to eat at school. That's what I'm thinking as well. Instead of, hey, school, don't feed my kid. Just let them eat at school. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to drop you off early. You're going to eat breakfast. You know, 
I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna eat at school and then you get a snack at home. It's easy, I think it's easier, at least when it comes to, hey, are we regulating what our kids are eating? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, I guess I'm, I'm the parent that would say, I will be okay with my kid getting the free lunch so that the kids that need it can also get that free lunch. Right. You know, I I think we're just coming into that era. Right. You know, as long as the lunches are healthy, and as long as the food is good, it's something my child will eat. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it because right. so many kids prosper from it. I understand what parents are saying, but hey, if you can afford the lunch, you don't take that money, invest it into your school. Yeah, you know, there's fundraisers all the time. Mm-hmm. PTAs have fundraisers on a constant basis. Yeah, just, so just I, invest the money. Right, and and so. You know, uh, like I said, Village, I understand Eva's perspective on this because if I'm feeding my child at home and sending them a lunch to school, yes, this child is now overeating in my opinion, right? They're overeating. Are they? Probably. But we don't know the full situation as an administrator who's not in that home. I don't know what's going on. I don't know for sure this child is eating breakfast. I don't know if this child is eating in the last two days. Yeah. I I have to, I I would rather err on the side of caution and just give the child the lunch. Is the child, uh, has the child picked up some weight? Probably, right? For some kids. For some kids, right? Probably, okay. But I, again, I would rather err on the side of caution and provide a meal to this child during lunch because when they go home, I don't see what goes on inside of their home. Yeah. I don't see this stuff. All I can do is go off of what this child is telling me or what I am mandated to do. I would rather do what I'm mandated to do and then figure out a way to help this child on the back end. Now, if it's if it's simply, hey, we need to figure out a way to chop this program a little bit different, I'm, I'm okay with that. But telling no I, I know. No, you can't. I, I can't if we're going to make universal lunches, mm-hmm. I think as parents, we're going to have to figure it out, figure it out on our end for mm-hmm. the benefit of all these kids. Exactly. That that's just where I'm at with it. You know, lunch boxes are no longer a thing. Now you're going to have kids that have special diets that mm-hmm. the schools cannot facilitate. Facilitate. Yeah. They're going to have to take a lunch. Yeah. The schools will figure that one out they as sure far will. as the funding. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the average kid, hey, I mean, I... And for the average kid, yeah, it's it's just going to be a... It's going to be one of those things where, you know, if this, if, if this kid requires a special diet or if he requires this or he requires that, it's basically going to say, you know what? Let's take this part of the funding... Right. Because at this point, there are parents who are going to say, yeah, my child needs a special diet. I have to continue sending a lunch. Great point. But now, you know, like most things, we can look at this program. We can say, okay, this component works. This component works. This component does not work. Let's work on fixing this so that these children that who are affected by this component can now get a lunch and get the right lunch. So so the, there's a flip side of that. Okay. Um, the schools, it would be not be cost effective for most schools 
to be able to provide those specialty lunches. Why not? Um, because a lot of kids that are gluten-free or this, that, and the third across the board, you're talking about making buying the special ingredients for one child. When the schools purchase these ingredients, they purchase them in bulk, so they're affordable. But you're talking about stopping to make one or two lunches or 10 lunches for that particular. It's very hard to do. Um, like, for instance, if, you're, if, if a child has celiac disease, what you have to do to keep your child safe when they have that is astronomical. I would never put that on a school district. Okay. Because a child can die from it, you know. Okay, okay, uh, that's but, for and, and but, here's but that's the thing. different though. That's I think that's a. I, but that's I, a I specialty think, diet. I, I, but but there are but, but specialty diets also include making sure. Uh, I don't know the correct uh, word for the Jewish like halal or, or it has to be as kosher or whatever it That's is. That's also a very involved process. Right. That's what I'm saying. So we can take that money. You have the kosher meals. You have the kids who uh, are Muslim. Right. You have the kids who don't eat meat like you have. There's a lot of different things. I think we need to take this program, ride it out for this school year. Right. Write it out. And then at the end of the school year, let's send these surveys out to these parents and these administrators. What worked, what didn't work. And then over the summer, you got two and a half months to fix it. I'm with that. But stopping it? No, no, I, I don't think we should stop it. I, I think it's a good program. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have to find a way for it to work across the board. And, you know, as a parent... I think it's a lot easier for us to control what we do than trying to push it onto the schools. You know, um, I had a child with an allergen. Um, my child's allergen was red, red and green dyes. I let the school know, and then I provided my all of my child's snacks. Why? Because I wanted to make sure the right stuff was giving to, given to my kid. Of course. And. I didn't. I knew that the school did not have the funding to provide a special snack for my kid. Right. So at the beginning of you know every couple months, I went and outfitted that teacher with snacks that just my kid could have for birthdays, for you know movie days, whatever. And whenever she was running low, teacher shot me an email. Teacher gave me a call. I went up and replenished. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I handled my child. Okay. Because it was not the school's, it was my opinion, it was not the school or the teacher's or the other parent's job to provide something my kid could have. Right. It was my job. Right. I could handle it on my end. Yeah. I knew exactly what my, would make my child sick and would, what would not. Okay. No, you, but, but again, I, I think we're, I think we're saying the same thing. We are very much saying the same thing. I think thing. we're saying the same I, thing, but we're saying it a little different. Simply put, let's keep riding with this program for the time being. And then this summer, let's take another look at it. I just think it, I, I just found it interesting that there were many perspectives on something as simple as a school lunch and a school lunch being free. You know, um, our kids definitely take advantage of it. Um, I remember telling our high schooler who was complaining he hadn't eaten that day. Why didn't you get the free lunch, free food at school? Mm-hmm. I oh, know. I didn't know. Why. I didn't know they had it. Well, it came in an email. Yes, you, it's provided for you. You have that ability. 
or you have a whole kitchen <laughs> in our home where you can get food, you know? That too, that too. All right, Villain. so that's our thoughts on this uh, program here. I would love for you guys to, you know, especially if you live in California and you're a parent, you know, you got some little guys uh, going to either elementary school. Elementary school kids, I think in particular, are the parents I would love to hear from. High school kids are so picky. They're just so picky. I, it, Whatever. As long as you I, need something I, I, during the day, I, I pretty much don't. I hate to say I don't care. High school kids are notorious for for just like trading. That too. Trading. Yeah, yeah they like, do a lot of trading. Right. So I, I I am just like, hey, you know what? As long as you eat something, you know what I mean. I don't need you leaving my house not eating breakfast, and then on top of that, you're not. Eat- I need you to eat something. Elementary school kids. For me, I always make sure the youngest one eats breakfast i make sure you eat something or i get them to school so that they can eat breakfast and then i keep it pushing so anyways village if you guys want to get a hold of us uh we are on twitter at w2 the village uh my twitter handle is at enlighten my mind eve marie is at muse chaotic uh St- shows can be heard through stitcher radio apple podcast odyssey deezer itunes tumblr spotify podomatic iHeartRadio, amazon music audible player fm soundcloud youtube and linkedin by searching for me kevin johnson uh instagram is welcome to the village facebook is welcome to the village and we encourage you guys to get a hold of us uh via email welcome to the village at gmail.com uh Eve marie great show great show sir thank you uh as the saying goes uh we love you we thank you be blessed have a great night have Bye, a everyone. great week guys thanks <laughs> <laughs>